He looks like a prototypical alien. He's yeah. got these like really dreamy looking like space eyes and dreamy uh, eyes. Okay. Well, they're they're I shouldn't say dreamy eyes. I knew you were gonna try to jump on that. Dreamy. What's that? Is that a probe in your pocket? <laughs> Defective clones discover their inner badasses, and that the real treasure was the friends they made along the way. And then we negotiate a treaty and juggle plates with our old friend Jar Jar. Today we discuss Clone Wars episodes 3-1 and 3-3 on this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. My name is Eric, here with my good buddy John. Hello. And we are reviewing the second set of Clone Wars cartoons. Uh, I shouldn't say second set because I don't want to get people confused between the actual first Clone Wars and the second Clone Wars. We are reviewing the second, or the third and fourth episode on our chronological order watch of not just Clone Wars, uh, the TV show, but the entire Star Wars New Canon universe. If you've never listened to our podcast before, basically what we've done is we've started at the furthest BBY away from the Battle of Yavin, and we are working our way towards the last installment of the movie. Basically, we're covering every single piece of new canon material that includes books, comics, movies, TV shows, which we just started TV shows, let's see here, two podcasts ago. And again, we're watching this stuff in chronological order. So if you think that we're going to be starting off on season one, episode one, it's it's not that simple because we're still stuck at the early part of 22 BBY. So this week, we watched season three, episode one, Clone Cadets. And season three, episode three, supply lines. First off, I think we got some beer to crack open because I'm thirsty. Absolutely. So, John, what are you drinking tonight? So tonight I am enjoying. This is something special. This is Hop Wave number two from Equilibrium Brewery in Middletown, New York. Wait, wait, Wave two. Like, so, so this is like the second version of this Hop, beer. Hop Wave two. I actually have Hop Wave five also. Oh, so you're, like, well, you're going to the back catalog here. It's a whole, too. it's a whole series. It's a whole series. I, I just, you know, saw them in the store and want to try them out. I think they're, I think they're just going to be good. So wait, wait, have these all come out at the same time? I don't know. What am I a salesman for the place? Well, I'm just going. I just in, saw I'm just them in the store. I, I'm just saying you should, you should try them. In chron- I should track down more. You should try them in chronological order and <laughs> try wave two and then wave five. I, I did, I did go to the trouble to procure pull the page up for Equilibrium Brewery oh. and. It is my kind of place, let me tell you, because it is chock full of double IPAs, triple IPAs, and more triple IPAs. That's I need to I need to focus on this. So wait, more. Where, where is this place at in New York again? Middleton, New York, which is I had to look that up. It is north northwest of New York City by uh, know, what, what would be upstate or I don't know. If, I, I don't know if you call that upstate. I would call it upstate. Yeah. And if you don't, Middleton. This Georgia boy would call it upstate. It's, it's all a bunch of Yankees up there. So that sounds excellent. And did you get the four pack or like come, come as a six pack or what is it? This actually was uh, the place I bought it from. And I don't remember the name of the place, but I, they had taken a four pack of Hopwave 2 and Hopwave 5 and uh, mixed them. Oh, that's nice of them. That's very that nice. That was very nice. Yeah. I was very appreciative. I didn't have to buy two very expensive four packs. When you, you say very, what is very? I think this four pack was about twenty seven. Whoa, really? Yes, that's okay. the most I've paid for four. Yes, yeah, so you're you're rocking like almost seven dollar beer there. I I I am a sucker for ratings and reviews, and these were really high. And so I said, okay, I want to know what it, what that means. So it's funny. It's funny because I, I sit here and I say seven dollar beer, but like when you go to like. You know the, the the local sports bar. It's always like seven or eight dollar beer, so it's not. But you know, uh, yeah, that, that's what you're talking about now. You're now paying bar prices for for a can, yeah. and maybe maybe people are fine with that. Is but it, is it, is it I'm not going to make that common. Is it at least a pint? Yeah, they oh they're tall boys. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, good. okay. Well, that's not this. Yes. So I, I'm visiting our, our friends that me and you both are big Wicked Weed fans. So I'm drinking a uh, Freak of Nature. Have you had this yet? I'm trying to remember if I had it. Uh, it's a du- double Indiana so? Pale Ale. It's got it's it is. Let me, let me read. An unusual, unexpected natural phenomenon. An outlying West Coast style double India Pale Ale brewed with abnormally large quantity of hops. A delicately crafted and crushable ale designed for fresh and immediate consumption. There's that word crushable again. I know. What's yeah? That's very eight point five. I'm liking it. That is not what I call. Cru- I mean, crushable in that context means that it's just delicious and you don't care if you get yeah eight point eight point five yeah eight point five is not crushable. <laughs> For, for me no. at least, I mean, hey, no. hey, hey, everybody, their own. If this is the if this is the beer you're drinking out on the beach, 
you know, pumping five of them back, you know, within a couple hours, hanging in the waves. Whatever. That's cool. I don't know that I could crush 8.5s, though, all day at a beach. <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's let's get a drinking. All this yapping. Yes. All right. Three, yes, all this two, one. Let's pop. And I, right. I am not cavemanning it tonight. I actually brought a glass to pour into. Welcome to civilization, yeah, my friend. Yeah, I know. But these are crushable, John. I don't have to, I don't have, to have a glass. <laughs> go, yeah, go ahead and pour the can out and then crush it so you can... <laughs> They're crushable. Mm. Oh, that is really good. Yeah, mine is excellent. That is very good, Ooh. too. Ooh. What'd you say your was? 8.1? 8.5. 8.5. Mine is 8.5 also. Yay! We're ABV buddies. Oh. Oh. It's not what the cop says. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this is the second set of... So podcast 16, we watched uh, the first two chronological episodes, which was, I think, season two, episode 16, and season one, episode 16. Yeah. Podcast 17, we actually got the movies, which was technically the first four pilot episodes of The Clone Wars, kind of wrapped into a movie ball and tried to sell, or sold, it did sell, sold to moviegoers. And those are kind of the first six, uh, I'm going to call them distinct episodes or experiences that we've had with Clone Wars. So now we're getting into, I don't want to say by far or any means the meat of the Clone Wars, but we're still kind of on these, I, th- I think, we're still kind of on these fringe stories that are, that are gut, you know, they're getting us up to the point where we can actually understand what's going on in these like, you know, three and four episode arcs that the Clone Wars has in it. Well, I th- that's my my question because th- this is all I know about Clone Wars, and so does the show really jump around like this, or is it going to make more so sense the, in context? Yeah, as we the, I, I think that the chronological order that we're watching the shows in is going to force us to jump around for probably about, I'd say probably till we leave twenty two BBY. Right? No, no, no. I don't. I don't mean jump around like the episode numbers. I mean if you if you were watching the Clone Wars just as a regular viewer from beginning to end. Does the show just leap backwards and forwards in time from episode to episode? I think it's probably going to be something like, and again, I've only probably watched 20 of these overall. I think it's going to be something that's kind of lost-ish, which where you have these kind of smaller stories or Backstory. smaller arcs. Okay. But then you also gotcha. have these one kind of one or two off filler episodes sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it's just oh, yeah, it's yeah. a self-contained story that you hope will be touched on at some other point, but maybe not. That's my gut is what it's telling me, but I don't know. I just know that we, you know, when we watched the first two, at 22 BBY was season two, episode 16. So that means, you know, they've got at least 16 episodes in these things, if not more. I'm sure there's probably more. So I think there's just going to be some filler. And I think we're probably seeing a little bit of the, the filler looking back type fillers. And then we'll actually dive into the, the, the kind of maybe epic you, you story. You say filler, like, like I mean, that, that makes them sound like these are pointless and bad. It's more like flesh outers. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say fleshing it. Well, introducing certain characters. Well, let's start talking about the first episode because this, sure. this is a good lead-in for, for the, the Clone yeah. Cadets. Yeah. So uh, the first episode we watched this week was Season 3, Episode 1, Clone Cadets. I did not understand when, I think it was a year ago, or no, not even a year ago, a couple of months ago, when Disney came out and said, hey, we're coming out with a new cartoon called The Bad Batch. I didn't. I, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know anything about them. Like I was just like, oh, this must be a Clone Wars thing or something, or you know, another cartoon that I just didn't watch. You know, I, I don't know that much about them. People seem to be hyped about it. That's pretty cool. They had the little like trailer thing that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Now we understand the Domino that we just watched is the Bad Batch. I think it really is going to be about this group. I think so. Yeah, yeah that was a question I had. Yeah. So so well, and I haven't looked it up because I didn't want to ruin anything. Uh, yeah. So when we do get the Bad Batch, but I, I think that this and the way that they talked and the nicknames that they gave each other, I think this turns into the Bad Batch. So, okay. uh, so, so, so let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the backstory. Basically, this is like a self-contained episode about this small group of five clones, maybe, yep. who are just in complete disarray. So the, the, all the clone troopers at this point are being trained by Shakti, who is a Jedi master, and then also two or three kind of just hired helping hands. And the episode starts out with this, you know, domino group running through and just not functioning as a group at all, like, like just terribly. And even the two privateer guys are kind of like, these guys can't be helped. You need to demote them or figure out where you want to send them or something like that. Well, uh, the, the one guy, the really distracting yeah, walnut head guy, yeah, yes. was, was was like, you know, basically mulch them and, and, you know, start over. Yeah, scrotum, and the other guy was believing and he, he believed in them. Yeah, scrotum head guy was not into this at all. Like, he was just like, these guys are done, you know. And why then, can't you say walnut? Why you got to go to scrotum? And then, uh, and then the, uh, the other guy, I don't even know how to describe He looks like your prototypical alien that you talk about with Roswell. He's got these like really dreamy looking like space eyes and then like this like triangular head kind of thing. 
Dreamy uh, eyes, okay. Well, they're they're. I shouldn't say dreamy eyes. I knew you were going to try to jump on that. Dreamy, What's that? Is that a probe in your pocket? Or? <laughs> dreamy eyes, as in uh, this like space. Like he's got like like a galaxy in his eye. You, you have to watch. Have to watch the episode. Oh my god, he's got like a galaxy in it. I, I mean, I could, get, I could get. I could get. I think in I know a little more about you now. I could get lost in there for days. All right. So so the the dreamy eyes is say no we can we can we can work with these guys Shakti you know calm down we're going to we're going to get these guys through this you can definitely tell that they can't do anything as a group as a whole they suddenly throughout this whole kind of uh 30 minute episode or 27 minute episode start to get nicknames they start to gel together there's a there's an interesting character that that is a I think a cast off clone that did not develop correctly in this episode called number 99 yeah. right and uh, he kind of like you know, helps them through some stuff and helps them understand that, you know, people are different and that they've got to figure out how to work together because they're all different and that they may be different than the rest of the clones, but that they can still kind of work together based off their strengths and stuff. And it's a pretty good episode from a moral perspective too, I think. Like it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a good, it was pretty neat. You kind of know what's going to happen and and what's going to, you know, what what the last scene's going to be, but, you know, I thought it was pretty good. What'd you think? On a scale of one to 100. On a scale of one to 100. I'm going to say that it was, I, I, I'm not sure if it's just average or maybe slightly below average because it's it's total sitcom, you know? Yes, agree with we, that. We can't work together as a team. Yeah. You have to learn to work together as a team. Okay, we'll work together as a team. And they work together as a team. I mean, it's it's yeah. really easily solved. And a little, little there, there's no real conflict there. It's kind of schmaltzy. So, yeah. eh. A team mash vibe kind of thing, just kind of a kind of a group, a, well, a group it, project. I mean, it was just kind of like I don't know. It's it, all it, it, it was mind. very tropey. Like, you felt it. You know, it was just kind of like yeah. okay, I know where this is going. We don't we don't actually have to develop skill. We just have to decide that we're going to win. We just have to decide to work together as a team, and everything will be fine. So, what what would your thoughts have been if if at the end of it, Shakti just breaks out the lightsaber and kills all of them, even though they're <laughs> like, she's just like, I can't, you know, you, you guys are, you guys are clones. You mean nothing to me and you can't, and we paid for you. You know, I don't think you're worth the money. You know, I'm not going to continue to feed I'll you. you. I'll tell you, you like what, a, that would have been that this, of course, not at all appropriate for this series, but that would have been a very interesting show. Oh, it would have been huge. Like it would have been a turn that I never would have expected. But again, yeah, you're watching a Clone Wars, you know, cartoon. And I stuff. mean, think about it. You, you, you. What a, what a, what a, what a show that would be. You, you meet these these characters, and they, and they, they're brought together. You know, you guys have to learn to work as a team. You're going to be a squadron, and you follow them. I don't know how long you could do this, but you could. You follow them. You see their development. You get invested in the characters, and they just can't do it. They just can't pull together. They just don't have the skill. And then they're yeah they're they're mulched. And then, yeah, and then Shock T is just like 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 no heart whatsoever at all. Like it's just like yeah 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 that would have been that would have been yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would have I would have been more interested in this show like a hundred percent. I would have been like wait what what just happened here? I I, I if, when when she, if she cut them down with the lightsaber with, with with no anger no remorse no anything really just yeah you didn't work out. I mean I would have been a lifelong fan of that show. From <laughs> Bring there, me though. the next batch. This was yes. bad. All right, so, yeah, it, it was good. I mean, it was like, I had a little bit, especially with the music, a little Band of Brothers vibe in there. And I know I've been recently watching it, so I, I you know, there's kind of like this, it, it's on my mind. But, like, I felt like there was, like, we can tackle anything. Like, it was a very, I don't know, it wasn't bad. I wouldn't give it more than probably a 60 to 65, somewhere in there. But you rated it below average, though. That's, all right. Well, now you're going to make me draw out. Okay, so what 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 is an average and is it yeah, so average of all possible things, or is it an average for the series? Yeah, let's base let's base this on our average for this series, given we've only watched four of them up to this point. Yeah, um, I'm saying that uh, maybe is 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 the offense on Tet? Is that the is that my my best one? And I think I probably give that like a seventy. Seventy is your best. Yeah, season one, episode sixteen. Thus far, wasn't bad by any means, but it also wasn't amazingly good. Oh no, wait! Offense on Ted was actually on the movie. Wait, let me take that back. Whenever I say the offense on Ted, Ted is the one where the baby baby Java gets stolen and is kept in the monastery up on the mountain, and they've got to like crawl up the mountain. That was actually in the movie. That was not yeah, in the first two, right. first two episodes. So the first two episodes, the ones that we have uh, in uh, recent memory, are the one where the Klingon ship. Oh, sorry, the Star Wars ship has cloaking capabilities, which wasn't yep. bad. That that wasn't a bad episode. Eh, right. And then the other one was the one where they're on the, the clone, planet Crystalsis. Yeah. yeah, the spy clone guy. Yeah, and that one, yeah, I don't know. I thought that one was pretty good for the issues it dealt with. 
Yeah. So anyway, they were, we're straying. We've already yeah. covered those. Well, oh, well, so let's say, they, well, well, yeah, we have already covered those. But let's say, if you had to pick one out of the four that we've watched so far, which one would be your favorite thus far? Ooh, that's that's why you got to do that. And, and, then, and then, why, well, why and you then, do me so dirty? And, and then, if you think that that's a good episode, what is your number yeah. out of a hundred? Well, see, the problem with the with the clone spy episode was the the other story in that one was just crap. Yeah. So I, I I'm rethinking clone cadets. I think I, maybe I liked it better than I thought. Okay, so I pulled your score up within the last two minutes. Yeah, the, but the other episode we're about to talk about uh, in a few minutes, supply lines. That I think that one would have to be my favorite so far. Okay, well let's start. Well, let's, let's let's give some grades at the end of the, at the end of the podcast then. So I like the ninety nine character. I thought the ninety nine character was interesting. I liked seeing the the cast off clones and what they're like kind of forced to do. Uh, it gives we a better li- find out why he's called ninety nine at some point. I would hope so. Are there ninety eight other guys like just like him and other? Yeah, we we don't know. I agree. <laughs> they were all cut down by the lightsaber. <laughs> she was just like, "Look, man, <laughs> I'm leaving you because you're under a hundred. That's it. It's the only reason you're here. It's a dark, dark, dark show." Well, let's start talking about supply lines too. I mean, they, they kind of they kind of merge sure. together in my mind too. So, supply lines. The the separatist army is on. I'm sorry, not the, the separatist army has a blockade on the clones on the, uh, on the Jedi's on Ryloth. Correct. We get a Jedi named General Die. We get a Sindula, which was I, I forget the first name of Sindula, but I'm assuming that he's going to be related to the Jedi Sindula that we that we find out. Later on, but he's a freedom fighter. They're getting bombarded by the separatists, and they have no supplies. They're gonna die unless somebody gets them some supplies. Bail Organa grabs a ship and goes to what was the? It's the Wado. What's Wado's? Toydaria. Toydaria. That's right. Yeah, Toydaria. So he goes to Toydaria and tries to convince the head Toydarian that he wants to use their planet as a base to ship only supplies to the people down on the planet of Reloth. And the Tordarians get uh, a visit also by a Doku-led servant who basically comes in and says, oh, but we have contracts with you guys. We'd hate for those contracts to be null and void, you know, if you were to start supplying the people on this planet because we're the ones running the blockade. And there's some choices made, and Bale and Jaja Binks end up kind of under the table convincing uh, them to let them have one supply run from the planet. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's a pretty good summary of the episode, isn't it? I mean, there's really not much other than that. Uh, that, no, that's a good summary. That's a good summary. The the I I, I felt really bad for the Jedi because he had his uh, this is Sparta moment and died. Yes, he did. Uh, he didn't have to. He, he didn't. Well, you know, well, he, he did just he? stood there, surrounded by him. Just jump away. Use your <laughs> it Jedi was, it was, you know, super now, speed. Now that you say that, though, his his cartoon death was kind of like a, a weird. Like I understand he's trying to build the, you know build the wall so that they can get away and all this kind of stuff, but it was a very like like non. Jedi-esque way to die. You know what I mean? Well, eh, we've seen Jedi die like that before in Attack of the Clones. Not Attack of the Clones. Well, yeah, we did. Yeah, just surrounded yeah. by you know people and cut down. And I'm just saying they can jump a whole distance and run really fast. And I remember the one Cal Doku killed in his Age of Republic comic. He was like, all right, I'm done with you. Tiger guy? Remember oh, yeah. the tiger guy? Yeah, yeah that was, tiger he did, guy. Yeah, he didn't stand a chance. It was just like one one shot. No, but there was nobody the, These are a bunch of robots. Yeah, it's true. Droids. Right. Yeah, well, they, they start showing, like, astromechs, and they start showing some pretty heavy droids that have landed on this, and you're supposed to feel that these people are completely unnumbered. Well, uh, no, no, no. I, I, actually, I do, and I made a note here that the opening battle in that episode is, to me, more impressive than anything we see in Attack of the Clones. Wow, that's a statement. wondering why. I think I know why. Why? Because it just fits more with the art style. It's not trying oh, to be photorealistic. Yeah, the CGI, so, CGI versus drawn. Yeah, and it's cheaper. Yeah, I mean, everything cheaper. gels. Yeah, it's just cheaper. So, what, what did you? What did you? How did you feel about Jedi Master Die? I mean, barely got to know him. Am I, am I supposed to know him from other stuff? No. Uh, well, I, I take that back. I feel like I've seen that character before, but I don't remember what. I may, did, I feel like yeah, maybe he's probably been in the background of a comic or something. Uh, either background of the comic or background of maybe Clone Wars, the the movie too, Episode Two. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah, I want to do some research on that. I probably should have done that before we did the podcast. But yeah, I'm not sure. But, I, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, so I only know him from this episode. And uh, yeah, he's he's gone. So barely knew ye. He was but, a red um, shirt. What, what, what can we call red shirts? And what what can we call specifically Jedi red shirts? Ooh, yeah, the ones that we only get the ones shirt. that we only get for a, an episode or a comic or 
an arc or something like that. But we'll call them. We'll call them. Shoot, who was Luke Skywalker's buddy from, from from childhood who died in the raid on Death Star? Not Wedge. The other guy. Bib Binks Biggs 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 Yeah Biggs Biggs Okay so we're gonna call them Biggs They're Biggs All right they're Biggs Okay I like that B I G G S Biggs Okay good Yeah I'm good with that So we so the the Biggs that we've seen thus far are uh, Tony the Tiger and uh, Master Die Right We haven't seen any other Jedi I think Oh you forget the young girl cut down by Darth Maul Oh that's right What was her name This was the Darth Maul This was in the Darth Maul series Yeah I forgot about her. Yeah, he yeah he did. He took her out too, and she was yeah, she, she was she around was for two she was around for two or three comics. But yeah, we need to we need to look her up. We're gonna keep a Biggs list. I'm writing this down. <laughs> as like we go, as we go like through it. all canon, we're gonna keep a Biggs list. Yeah. Okay. So so Jedi Master Die definitely gets added to the Biggs list. Yeah. What else? You know, I, I enjoyed seeing uh, the the Corvette landing on Toydaria. Okay. Okay, I agree with um, that. That's kind of cool. Because yeah. remember that the originally the model they built, the Corvette model they built for Star Wars, was meant to be the Millennium Falcon. I know a little bit of trivia. I did and not know the, that. You did not know I, that. I did not know that. that so the Corvette was, was supposed to be what the Millennium Falcon was. Yes. And then they, I can't remember why, but they they changed directions, and so they said that with you know we had this model, and so they made it the opening ship that the Star Destroyer is chasing. Yeah. So seeing it land on tour toy area like a like a millennium falcon would you know passenger ship that was neat L- little touch of hmm that's not what it would have been like that ship has a, a certain place in my heart because i collected star wars legos for a long time and this was probably about 20 years ago probably during episodes well probably during episodes one two and three whenever they were coming out and the the the, the, the flagship of my collection at that time before the star destroyer the like four thousand piece star destroyer came out was the Corvette. There was a Corvette model that came out. I want to say that it was at least fifteen to 1,800 pieces. And wow. uh, it was a fun build. Like, it literally took me two or three nights to build a thing. And, uh, yeah, so it's always got, like, a fun place in my heart. We ended up moving. And so basically in my office I had shelving about a foot below the, the, the ceiling in the office. And I had it all, the shelves all the way around. I had all these things displayed. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. We moved, yeah. And then when we moved, we had to get out super quick to let the other people in so that we could move to our new place. And I had to, like, cram them all in bags. And I think I've still got, like, probably 20 to 30 sets of bags in a box somewhere. They sell surprisingly well, though, even the ones that are open. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. But sidebar. You should but, put the put them back together, Eric. What, what What is that about? Well, I just don't have room to put them, to display them anymore. I mean, and my kids, my kids have had fun with them. I mean, we I put a couple of them up couple of them up on eBay, but I built them again just to make sure I had all the pieces so I could tell the person, you know, buying it, you know, it's missing these couple pieces. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we've had fun building them. And then we just crash them back in again and put them in the Ziploc bag and mail them <laughs> out. But, you know, that's pretty, pretty good. A lot of people, many, so here's something that I didn't really realize in Lego or Star Wars fandom may uh, understand this. Lego minifigures are a crazy hot commodity. Like, I, I remember there was somebody that was like, I, they bought, which one was it? I want to say it was like the queen ship or something like that from Naboo, a Lego model. And they bought it. And the guy literally messaged me and said, just send me the minifigures. And I was like, are you kidding me? So my kids have all the Legos upstairs and they just, you know, play with them with their other Legos. But the guy just wanted the minifigures out of it. So I was like, Hey, you bought it. I'll do what you want. But that is really surprising. I guess in a way, not. Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure there's people that that just collect the minifigures. And if you see a really great deal in a set, you just go and buy the whole set and then, you know, tell them you don't, you don't want it or whatever. But yeah, I just thought it was very odd. I would not, shouldn't say odd, but I thought it was very interesting just because you wanted to keep just the minifigures. I'm like, yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you in an envelope. Cuts down the shipping cost by like 20%. Oh, yeah, no yeah, throw them in a, yeah. Yeah, throw them in an envelope. Man. You'll have them. Yeah, so yeah, he was happy. I was happy. We're good. Yeah, so uh, interesting tidbit, side side thing. But the Corvette. I love the Corvette, and that's the reason I love the Corvette. Your fact tonight has absolutely floored me that I did I not can't know be- I cannot believe you did not know that. I, did not, I, I mean, I did not know that. by all means, go look that up. I, I guarantee you that is what it was. That was meant to be the Millennium Falcon. I have also enjoyed the, the Corvette, and... It's a different ship, isn't it? In uh, Rogue One, at the end, it's a different style ship, the Hammerhead. Yeah, I think, it, but, but it's based on the Corvette. I've always yeah, yeah, thought yeah. It, but yeah, yeah. That I mean, that best scene ever. You know, when it rams the yeah, the yeah. Star Destroyer. That's so cool. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this. So, did you notice in the? I just want you to know, Rogue One is my secret favorite movie of all time for Star Wars. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We will. Okay, we will. we'll get there. Sorry. My my, um, my excitement is bubbling just talking about Rogue One, but we can't we can't. That's like ten years from now. Oh, like, we we, that is that is like good. that is like fifty Clone Wars episodes away, but still. I just, yeah, I, I love, oh, man, man. Did you catch it? 
when when the the king when Belagana was meeting with the king and the trade guy was also there, and the king says you must have missed this Organa in your Senate orientation, but we're neutral. Yeah, no, I, I, I heard him say that, but but I, yeah. I don't know if I get the value. So of how it. many planets are there in the in the Republic again? Oh man, I don't know. Just guess, ballpark it. Inside I'm the Republic. Thinking, so so I remember in, in the Galactic Republic. We've I, covered, we've touched on this before. Yeah, I feel like the Trade Federation. I, I I remember Doku or somebody saying something in maybe episode two, something around like four to five hundred planets, but I don't remember if that was the people that were already part of the Federation or that was who was, could be added to the Federation based on whatever you know they were working on at the time. Okay, I thought that the, we covered this with with you know the numbers of Jedi and how no, it no, necessarily we, we, has we, to we scale. We drunkenly estimated what we think. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. So this is called the it's the the Galactic Republic, right? Correct. At this point, yes. So it's got to have a lot of worlds. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, just just thinking, how many different species have you seen in these movies up until now? You know, you, eh, see, that's not a fair thing because why? if you're a writer, you're going to focus on the ones that have been established. It's like looking at why did they choose Tordaria? Because hey, that's cool. We we know more about Tordaria now. Okay, you're just saying because of Watto and because we know you what... draw you, you draw upon established okay, fair, characters, fair and that's fair just enough. easier. Yeah, and we also um, know, we don't also don't know how many of these species are multiplanetary either. So I would I would argue that the the uh, Republic must must encompass millions millions of worlds. It's a galaxy. Oh after. wait 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 no 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 no. No, I don't think... No, it's not millions. It's not millions. Thousands? Thousands, maybe. Okay, so if it's like thousands, okay, so like 10,000? So so I'm not bringing the Drake equation into here, but you've got to remember how many actually have... The Drake equation tells you there's like 25 million worlds in the Galactic Republic, sure, depending but, on the size the, of the galaxy. But, but this Republic this republic is, uh, you know, a long time ago. In the it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a concentrated... Like, I think that I've seen maps of what the Republic was... And there's lots of planets, don't get me wrong. There's lots of different star systems, there's lots of different things, but it wasn't the universe. Like, it wasn't everything. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... Well, no, well, the universe is bigger than, than the galaxy. I'm talking about galaxy. On the so, galactic sorry. scale. Yeah, but, okay, look, we'll look this up. This needs to be, this needs to be looked up. I, I'm writing notes right now. We need because to find Because if out. you join, if you are elected to the Senate or nominated or, pres- or appointed to oh, the Senate... Oh, there you go! That's, that's the best way to look what? at it. That's the best uh-huh. way to look at it. How many little chairs okay. were there in the Senate room? We've already talked about this, and I said that they actually did a good job in the movie of trying to convey that, boy, there's a lot of them. Sure, there wasn't millions, though. But, what? no, there couldn't. It, that, that's unwieldy. And so yeah. I would argue that, that each one of those little saucer pod things in the Senate chamber mm-hmm. must represent a system of worlds. No, incorrect. Because like Natalie, a hierarchy. No, because Natalie Portman's character represents Naboo, the They actually cover that in, what was the last book we read? That, that uh, they represent Shadow. kind of a system. They just, they represent a system of worlds. No, she didn't. I yes, she... I'm, I swear to you. Which only makes sense. There's too many planets in a, gal- a galaxy to you know get it together in one chamber. So you're going to have to have a what do you call it? A federal system or a, a representative system where it's like a hierarchy and. So no, no, they they talk about her being the representative of Naboo specifically. I swear to you. Actually, I take this back. They say the representative from Naboo, which may yeah. mean that she does have other plans. Yeah, I don't know. They, mm. they, it's like one little line. It's a throwaway thing about she represents or senators represent or something like that. There's more to it than just what you see. Okay, to do research, we're writing this down. Yes. Maybe I'm completely know. wrong. But we're even wrong. so, it it's quickly scales out of hand. So if you're elected to the Senate or appointed to the Senate, how many minutes would they orient you per planet? Right? <laughs> Maybe... At a rush, five minutes per entire world. Here's what you have to know about this world in five minutes. That adds up really quickly. Well, sure. Maybe that's why Bale didn't know. Maybe, <laughs> no maybe one could know. Forgot. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's not, yeah, but, so, so okay. So, we're Trodaria. I think I said that right. We're Trodaria fits into the entire uh, scheme of things, though. We, we've seen Watto. We've seen... He's actually the only one that we've seen. So, maybe they are a, a smaller planet. I don't know. That's That's... So I, I'm still trying to visualize, you know, just coming up with a random number or not a random number. That's not very. That's not very good for generalizing. So, so just visualizing in my head, the Senate floor. You've got, and I'm going to just come up with a number of, of five thousand. I, I, that's probably more than than physically would allow inside the Senate chambers or whatever. But I'm going to say five thousand. Say mm-hmm. those represent nine planets, just something similar to our solar system. Forty-five thousand. 
Is that fair to say? I mean, is that, and then this is also too before the separatist really movement took up that picture. was. Sure. So at five minutes, I, I just happened to do some math here. At five okay. minutes per world, uh, I'm going to round that up to 50,000. 50,000 okay. worlds would take about half a year to orient. Yeah. To orientate. Yeah. Yeah. For no, every new senator, yeah. nonstop, no potty breaks or, or eating, half a year to get, quote unquote, oriented at five minutes per world. You know what would be amazing, too, is if they had these devices that they could actually hold and take with them that contained all the information they needed to look up. Doesn't count if it's not in your head. True. Okay. Now, you would think, or well, yeah, Organa certainly knew what he was talking about. He knew what he was doing. King Tordaria, whatever his face was, was trying to throw it in his face, right? You don't know what yeah. he's talking about. Of okay. course he knew what he was talking about. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, and and Tordaria, the king of Tordaria, he kind of relents that at the end, though, by letting them use the... the the base to, to launch the, the well the, to launch once maybe but the Jar Jar thing threw me like I Jar Jar always throws you that's the point of Jar Jar I know but it's just like it's just like okay number one what is he already doing here and how are they even tolerating him at this point what purpose does well okay story wise what purpose does he serve he was there on a diplomatic mission I think as an missionary <clears throat> wrong what was he story. For the point, for the, for the, to, to advance the plot, what purpose does he serve? Oh, Phrase that incorrectly. To, to, okay, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. You're not saying before they landed, you're saying after. To have comic relief whenever they're trying to let the ships go? Oh, a distraction. Yeah, to distraction. Be a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a fool, uh, like a, you know, a jester. In, in the, yeah, the jester. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The old court fool uh, to distract from the, the launching and so that the thing can happen, the story can happen. Otherwise, sure. all those people in Rala die. Yes, but that, you could, that was you, his you, purpose. That's yes, why he's but, there. But you could get by that without having him in the story. I guess you could, but again, you could figure, if you you're a writer, you're going to draw upon. You're going to take the pieces that you have in your chess set, and you're going to put them in play. Okay, okay. I don't. I Who didn't. I, love Jar Jar. I didn't get. <laughs> I didn't get why he was there to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, but anyways. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> go ahead with. Nothing. Go ahead with your Jar Jar love. Oh, my Jar Jar love. Yes, I. I. No, I actually made a note. When he showed up, I said, oh, God, Jar Jar. Yeah, so, just, it was just a yeah. weird character ad for me. Like, you could have put any other character there that, yeah, I, okay. Yeah, we'll go We'll go with it. That was the low point for the episode for me. But overall, what did you think of the episode as a whole? Oh, very good. I, I Like I said, I thought the battle was really good. Although I don't understand why the droids don't just nuke everybody. What do they care, right? Yes, yeah, agreed. Launch nukes. Just nuke, nuke, nuke. Because they're droids. And why wouldn't they just kill everything around them? Including themselves. So I think there's natural resources on some of these planets, so they can't go crazy with the nukes. You know I mean? They've got to actually take over control. And I think there is still a a semblance of warfare, like, like a little bit of like a, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Like a, like a mutual agreement that we're not just going to wipe each other. We can. We totally can. And once this Death Star thing starts popping up, then yeah, we're, we're <laughs> going to do that. But I'm just saying, up until this point, I think there's still kind of a, maybe like a, it's bad to say gentlemen's agreement, but but it's still like a we're going to fight a war. Even though we have tons of robots, we're going to fight a war as a, as a war should be fought, you know, up until the Death Star part. Fight like civilized people. Yeah, we'll fight like civilized people with, with sword and I don't buy it. I just, I think it's a limitation of the imagination. Where, where's the heavy artillery, like, you know, launching from 26 miles away? Where, where's the air air power? It's just, it, 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 and I know the answers to all this. It's that... Well, I, if we do that, then there's no story to tell because everybody right. dies. Right. So if they have to restrict themselves to the little tanks that hover on the ground and they're boxed into this canyon, and apparently there's no third dimension, so they can't come down from above. Your your men on the yeah. ground, your men on the ground, even though they're robots or idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a it's a given for the story, but still, it's it's and, it's and, uh, yeah. I'm learning to 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 put those criticisms aside because. I mean, watch the you're show. Not gonna have, you're not going to don't. Yeah, you know? yeah you're not going to have a story if you don't. Yeah, it's it is what it is. Yeah, okay, so so let's go back to our original question at the beginning of the podcast. What would you rate these two episodes one out of a hundred? And which episode of the four that we've seen would you say is the best? Like, what what would you give it, and what would you say its ranking is compared to other forms of media? <laughs> compared to other forms of media that we've watched. So 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 oh. uh, for, so, so first off. Tell me your best episode and what mm-hmm. score you would give it out of the four that we've watched. The Clone Wars. You know, I, I'm going to have to go with the, the last one we were just talking about, which was called something. Supply Lines. Supply Lines. Yeah, I yeah. think. And yeah. Season that, three. That episode was three. good. It seemed 
pivotal kind of or, or yeah. important movement. I, I got to tell you that it's increasingly it's starting to feel like a guilty pleasure. The the cadet one. Yeah. Uh, and I really didn't care all that much about it at the time, but I guess I kind of do like knowing or getting to know these these clone troopers, which is weird, right? Because they're yeah. disposable. I'm not supposed to care about them, but I guess I'm I'm supposed to care about these guys. Oh, that was a question I had. So, how many clone troopers are there in the army? Another great question. Would you say five thousand there? Is it is it Tall Lee? What was the the Kaminoan the 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 clone the Kamino and clone? There, there's a number mentioned. I feel like in episode two, hmm. where That's she says we have we have this amount ready now, and then we have this. Yes, amount you're ready right, for your and I have no idea. Yep, that's fine. Right now, now I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go look that up. So that would give me an indication of how many there are. But suffice to say, it's it's more than a few. Yeah, definitely, it's quite a few. Right, agreed. And and they're worried about these five guys. They're worried about five. They're worried about what, if this is a squadron. They're worried about one squadron. Well, Shakti. I mean, she's a Jedi. She, she sends his life. I mean, it, I I got to give the Jedi a little bit of credit and say that they're not just going to dispose of these guys and, and and wait for the next batch. I mean, I, I think that even the ninety nine shows that. Like, you know, he's not anywhere near a fighter, but he's still helping the cause. I guess is the best way to say it. He's whipping the team into shape. In the end, in the end, yeah, giving him the eye the, of the tiger. Yeah, he's the morale guy. But okay, so so back to my question. You said that you liked supply lines, probably first best, clone cadets yep. second. What 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 score one through one hundred would you give supply lines compared to any other thing that we've already done? That's Doku Jedi Lost. That's you know mm. uh, the movies that we've watched. The Doku Jedi read. Lost, the thing I could barely get through. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's well, that's why I said it because there's there's been some low points in different forms of media. There's also been some high points in the different forms of media. So, the, okay, so I think it's time we deal with the, the overarching issue of of the the scale, and I think you when you say this episode, I give a sixty. You are saying this episode is slightly above average. And what I hear, based on all those years of schooling, is this episode sucks. It fails. So I I go back to, I revert back to uh, a happiness scale based on letter grades from public schooling. So if you're under 60, that's an F. And I, mm-hmm. I think that that's not a good thing. Does that make sense? A D is passable. So 60 to 70 is like kind of passable. You know what I mean? You know, so you seven, don't consider it, then I'm wrong. You don't consider well, I, I, I should, I, to be passable, median. Wait, wait, wait. Passable was not a good. Passable was not a good word. It, it, it's if I'm voting for something 60, it means that I don't consider it to be as good as some of the other types, some of the other stories I've in, I've imbibed from that same type of media. Does that make sense? Sure. So, okay. so that's that's my ranking. And, and whenever somebody says it was below 50, I mean like. To me, that's like, that was pretty bad. That had to be bad. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a good thing at all. Whenever I'm saying 60, I'm be like, okay, it was watchable. You know what I mean? 70 to 80 for me is like, okay, this is pretty good. You know, nothing, I don't think anything besides Rogue One will ever get from 90 to 100 for me. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, uh, okay, so we that's are, like, we are one step off because what you're describing for 60 to 70 is to me, 70, 70 was the, was anything below 70 was failing when I went to school. And so 70 to 80 is, eh, it's all right. You know, it's fine. I'd rather watch this than. So, so 60, you know, so 60, 60 to 75, or let's say 65 to 75, there's not much difference in my mind. Like, it's like, it's either like I can watch it, it was a little bit better than something else that I've watched of that same type of media. You know what I mean? Like, like, or, so here, here, let's go, let's go get a supply lines. Supply lines to me, I'm going to say probably about a 67, 68. It wasn't amazing. It didn't blow me away, but it also wasn't like bad. I enjoyed watching. It It was a good 30 minutes spent. You know what I mean? Okay. So if I take what your words are, because I I feel kind of the same way, maybe slightly a little bit better than, than it was okay. I, and I adjust it to, to my scale. That would be like an 80. But for you, an eighty is pretty. Yeah, darn it, good. it's it's not an eighty because if you're hitting ninety or above, this was a stellar I, piece of story. Have you like, have you rated stellar. anything? Have you rated anything in ninety and higher? Because I know I have. No, no, I don't think so. I don't on this journey so far. I have not rated a single thing. I think the closest I would get to ninety would probably be Master and Apprentice when we read that okay. book. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. 
And then the Darth Maul co- comic was good. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was good. But I, but I, I definitely wouldn't have gave it over a ninety. You're probably, I'm probably gonna go go edit this podcast and have me say, I don't think it was a ninety-two. <laughs> you know, but but, but to, to, to like, I want to hear the soundbite. Yeah, seriously. Right now. Yeah. Episode eight, Obi Wan and Anakin. Overall, it still sits pretty well with me. I, I give it a ninety-three or ninety-four. Ninety-three or ninety-four. Ninety-three or ninety-four. But I think that I think that for me to say from ninety to hundred means like it really moved me. Like it was like a really good story. It was a really good delivery of the story, and I cared about the characters. Rogue One. There's just not many things that like that in the Star Wars universe. I love Star Wars. I, I love it as a whole. It's I love watching the movies. You know, but there's very few things that I would put up to that. Mando. Well, let's, let's talk about some other stuff later. But uh, but but ninety to hundred to me means you you hit the ball out of the park. But you saying eighty is passable, like that you enjoyed watching it wasn't no, great, not wasn't passable. Bad. It, it's good. Below maybe, 80s, maybe 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 okay. we should maybe we should keep our own like like keep keep your scale. No, no, I, I'm not saying we sync up. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, you I, need I to have your scale. I'm just trying to understand your scale. Understand. And 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 well, I guess kind of in a way, I was thinking maybe I'm a little too generous, but no. Okay, so supply lines. I want to say. Somewhere in the eighty-five to eighty, somewhere in that range. Okay, kind of nebulous. 80, Maybe 80 an eighty-two. All right, that. And God, I mean, originally high seventies, but I keep thinking back to it. I kind of want to go watch it again. So, eh, I'm going to stick with that, like a like a seventy-eight. Okay, all right. Yeah, Which I for think, me, I, is I think we're just ten points okay. away. Yeah, yeah. You, there, there's a there's a ten point slide for me and you, and I think that that's probably about right. Where yeah, I, exactly. Where I no, agree with that. Agree with that. The problem with the scale, and the reason that I think a lot of people would say, guys, if if you say it's kind of mediocre, kind of average, that should be a fifty. Because the problem with the scales that you and I have is when I get below a seventy. What is the difference between a fifty and a forty and a thirty? See, I, I don't they're think all I, garbage. I, you're saying above average is fifty, but we're comparing so many different types of media that like you you can't do that. Like like like, how do I say this? If I have to if I have to say this comic book, this movie, this audio drama, and this show are all on the same scale, where does something fall? Like I can't. It's hard for me to say the production values and all this other stuff of a movie that I know costs tons, has tons of actors, has tons of people behind it. It's hard for me to, to to not align my scale so that a TV show that maybe, you know, don't get me wrong, this TV show still costs money to make and everything, but it's, it's you gotta, you got to fall a little bit lower, but not as bad as less than 50% means that it was you're, bad. You're you waiting, I mean? you're waiting the, the different media. And yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. I don't. I, I My number rating is strictly how much I enjoyed it. I don't care what it is. Okay. All right. I did you, not enjoy Doku. I, I, the Jedi yeah. Lost thing is just I couldn't okay. enjoy it. Well, there was there were there were technical problems with that in my opinion, but yeah, I agree with that. Please go listen to podcast number nine or ten, <laughs> I think. If you'd <laughs> no like idea. to learn, if you'd like to learn more about Doku Jedi Lost, um, yeah, good luck. Yeah, that was, a, that was a rough one. So I think that regardless of our scale differences, we both kind of enjoyed these two episodes a little bit more than the first two episodes we watched. Are you in yeah. agreement with that? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And then I personally am very interested in the fact that, you know, knowing that the Bad Batch is around the corner, is this this Domino squad? I'm pretty positive that it is, but if it if it isn't, then I'm eager to see, like, what that squad is. Did that Did squad have the same thing? Is that animated or is that live action? I believe it's animated. I believe. Yeah, it kind of have to be, right? Yeah, I think it is. I'm pretty sure it's animated. Yeah. But I, I, it makes me understand more why people were so excited whenever it was announced. If this is this group that you so early... In the Clone Wars, you know, get introduced to, and I'm assuming you're going to have like little cut episodes, you know, every season about them, right? That that you know, you that's what builds up over the whole Clone Wars is you're like you fall in love with this little unit, and that's that's pretty cool to me. I mean, that's a neat thing. All right, so John, the last two podcasts we've been having are kind of a little segment at the end, you know, three or four minutes talking about stuff that we've been watching outside of the Star Wars universe or stuff that you've been consuming, in the case of video games stuff like that. I'm gonna put you on the spot first. What have you been doing? Like, what have you been watching? Oh, I got two words for you. I, I have two words for you, my friend. That is... Babylon 5? No, no, no. Oh, I, okay. I stalled out on that. I, I, I hit the part in season four. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, it's yeah. complicated. Yeah, yeah, so no, two words for you are Zack Schneider. Oh, no. Did you watch that four-hour supercut thing? It is, it's not a supercut. Or, or whatever you call is, it. Yeah, I was trying to post on well, Discord what, what, about... Well, what, what do you call it? 
It's a different movie. Re- well, okay. So, no, so the, it's a so, different movie. So if we don't, you we, haven't seen it, you don't understand what I'm saying. It's a different movie. It okay. is a far superior movie that makes sense. Okay, so this was this was Snyder versus Whedon, right? Like Whedon did the other one, right? Well, Tough Snyder Whedon? Snyder was the original, and then he had a little you know personal tragedy, right. family tragedy, very sad, and he had to bow out. And they brought makes in total Joss sense. Whedon. Yeah, what makes total sense? Like why he left? Well, of course, absolutely. And and they brought in Joss Whedon, and Joss Whedon actually did exactly what they hired him to do. So, they so, so, they so, hired him to make it Marvel, make it funny. And and cut it down from four hours to two, and he so, did so, that. So ca- catch me up. Everything was everything shot whenever Whedon took over, or was it yes. like well, okay? So, so so he had pretty mostly. much just he had just like this big bank of of things to create a story with. So much footage, so much footage, okay, and okay. you know they weren't done with the effects and what have you. That that was all sure yeah undone. CGI stuff yeah yeah. And so the puzzling thing is that that Whedon came in and just chucked so much of it and said, "No, we're reshooting everything." And, oh, so, and so they actually did shot a different movie. Yeah, oh, he, he spent okay. so much hundred million dollars and just reshot. I don't know what percent, but a lot, a lot changed huge parts of the story into something totally different. Okay, so 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 I have to see where your where your benchmark is. Where do you see the DC characters up until this movie? Like the the movies that were, were I guess assumed to be part of the and I don't know how DC canon works like I'm assuming that the current Batman the current Superman the current Wonder Woman the current everybody else I mean it, like yeah. all those people are still in this universe right like this is supposed to be sure. like a, a Marvel type thing yeah what what was your has been your opinion of the movies up until then not 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 good yeah Man of Steel had potential. Superman's uh, actually was, the highlight for me. Like, like of all the of all the movies, other than and yeah, I think Superman would be the highlight for me. Man, you're talking about Man of Steel, right? Man yeah, of correct. Steel. Yeah, okay. Man of Steel. It it had so much potential. It had had a had a. I, I can't say anything else. It had potential, and it just kind of it was a little little bloated and a little little too heavy. You know, I am important. It's too much of that. And the end of it, that whole smash the city thing was just come on. It, it's garbage. Wonder Woman was excellent. so. I have to. Add Wonder that Woman was fantastic until yeah, the ending, excellent. which didn't make any sense. Th- that just didn't make any sense. But but ninety percent of that film was great. Okay, and then yeah, Man I enjoyed Superman. Aquaman. What Aquaman was fine. Whatever. I like the CGI uh, of the movie. It was good. Pe- people really like Aquaman. I, and, I did. And I liked I'm, it. I'm, I'm lukewarm on that one. What's the thing? Batman versus Superman was hot garbage. I th- and and what what year was that? Whatever year that was. I think was one of the last DVDs I picked up from Redbox, and <laughs> like a it, it had you know it was messed up. At the DVD, the physical disc was messed up towards the end, and so it just stopped playing right as the big battle was happening with what's his face Doomsday. I think his name is Doomsday. Yeah, Doomsday. And I didn't even care to finish it. I didn't even like complain <laughs> or get the disc back or get another. I just I didn't care. I just stopped watching. Yeah. That's how bad that movie was for me. Yeah, that, that movie was terrible. I, okay. I totally agree with that. And then when the the Whedon Justice League came out. I watched it, streamed it or whatever, and it was just complete garbage. Total garbage. It was passable for me. We're going back garbage. to my passable scale. It was not Gar- it was it was not a hot good, garbage. It was not a good movie, but I didn't no. regret my time. It's like what the hell are these mother boxes? How does Batman know about this already? Why I mean, did I miss something? It just made no sense. I didn't care about any of the characters. I didn't care about the villain. It was flat. It was it was crap. And I, I've not been one of those Snyder fanboys, you know, who's like, release the Snyder cut. I'm like, okay, if they do that, that's cool. And then when it, the news came out that not only are they, are they doing that, they're letting him do that, but they're putting millions into this. Okay. All right. That's kind of neat. Let's see what you got. Well, it the, is. The, 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 well, let's say though, they, I'm assuming that they put millions into this during COVID, 70, right? 70 million for the Snyder cut. I understood, but what I'm saying is they're doing this during COVID when they're not producing anything else. That's right. That, COVID, I think, is why we have this. Yeah. Yes, right. that's correct. And yes, it's four hours. And yes, it could have been two movies or it could have been, they could have chopped it into a couple of like episodes, kind of like, you know, we're getting used to with Mandalorian and WandaVision and stuff like that. It does make sense for it to have been, it could have been two two uh, theatrical releases because there is a, a battle, the battle in the the subway thingy is right at two hours and they, that could have been the finale of the first movie. It, it totally makes sense. Anyway, it is, it's, I enjoyed it. It's good. 
it's did good. You watch all four, did you watch all four hours at the same time? No, I actually broke there at the after the two hours. Yeah, I've got other friends that really were really want me to watch it, and I'm just like, man, I don't know if I want to dedicate four hours to it. Like, well, like I mean, I it's the other one. you don't have to. You could dedicate thirty minutes. It's up to you, buddy. I mean, it's actually broken out into parts. Like literally, it says button. part one. This happens, and then part two. You know, I mean, it's up to you what you want. Yeah, to do. true. I don't know. I, I'm 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 fifty fifty right now. You don't I'm know what? What do you not know? Go watch if it. I'm, it's if I'm going to so watch good. it or not. Yeah. It's we'll so good. It is not a recut. It is a different movie. So, so give me give me a percentage of the movie that is you felt was a similar story to the other one, to the Whedon one. The 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 overarching tendrils, the the are that's the same, but all of the connective tissue is totally different. What's the the robot guy? Cyborg. Yes, yeah, Cyborg. In the first movie. Made no sense. He had very little screen time. I didn't know why he was there. Yeah, they did terrible, terrible character development with him in that movie. He's almost the central character. He's almost the central character. You could argue he is the central character in Zack Snyder's Justice League. (laughs) And he makes sense. And I care about him as a character. It's fantastic. What about Flash? Because it felt like, like... Batman shows up at his little headquarters thing, and then he's part of the team automatically. Like, like, do they delve into him anymore? Yes. Yeah, the whole, there's a whole scene about him where you get to meet the Flash. And see, that's the problem that, that DC had. They didn't take the time, like Marvel did. They did not take the time and have the Flash movie. And the, the yeah, they, um, they tried to cram it all into one movie. I, I totally get right. that. Like, the, like the that's why it's four characters. hours. It's four hours because they have to do all of that introductory stuff now in one product. And they do. So, so they, they did that. That's great. I get it. All right, maybe maybe I will. We'll see. I don't know. It's one of those where I'm just kind of like, four hours is a lot. This is not man. worthy of debate. Just watch the thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really good. Interesting. Anything else? Video games? Books? That's the primary thing. I did watch uh, the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was that was good in a different way for me. I don't know. I don't, I don't, that summer as well. Good in a different way. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was very marvel action-y, and I like that. Yes. It, it's complete. the aerial stuff is fantastic oh yeah totally yeah the effects the whole yeah every everything was very good about the show it's just a completely different beast from wandavision which i like i mean I, like i love WandaVision. i wandavision may go down as one of like my favorite shows wandavision was so good up until what was it no 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 we, no we can't say that we it can't we're, we're not we're, we're, we're not gonna give anything away and some of us don't think that it crashed and burned some of us adamantly don't think that it crashed and burned but we don't want to give anything away in case people are still catching up on it. Absolutely not. Just just know that when you get to episode six or seven, just stop. Just that's <laughs> stop, the end of the show. Stop. It's not. That was a good run. I, I still contend that WandaVision gets better episode by episode Mm-mm. until the finale when you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Anyways, talking about me and John's different scales. Anything else? What are you playing right now? I'm, I'm not really because uh, I've been trying to catch up on some of the shows. So you're not playing anything. Yeah, I need to get you back into Sea of Thieves. I've been back into Sea of Thieves. I don't know why. It's like a... It's this weird, like, kind of like, like, you always hear about people talking about uh, World of Warcraft for a while, like, just being this, like, kind of, like, backbone game that they get back to on the back burner every time they don't have anything new to play. And yeah. I think with this, like, with COVID and everything, there's not, I'm not going to say there's a whole video game drought, but there's been a bit of a a lull, maybe, in the, in the new stuff coming out. And so I just jump into Sea of Thieves at night. And we've had great times on Sea of Thieves, you and I and some other guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no and, doubt. And I just like I—that's really the only thing I've been playing. Oh, and Empire of Sin, which is a game that just hit the Game Pass. I haven't really gotten into it yet, but it's supposed to be pretty good. It's supposed to be like a, a real-time strategy-esque uh, game set in like you know like the 1930s and the, you know, kind of gangsta motif. But one well, watching... of Go ahead. Star, I'm sorry, just real quick. Speaking of Star Wars, I saw that Squadrons is in Game of pa- uh, Game of Pass <laughs> Game Pass now. <laughs> game of Pass. It is in the game of pass, <laughs> but but no one talks about it. Did, I mean, did so, just, all right, so, so let me say what I was so excited about Star Wars Squadron. Like, like I don't want to, I don't want to crap on the game at all. I don't want to. I got into that game, and I just don't have the skill set to play that game. Oh, really? There are people that are amazing at that game, and I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of like 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 chess strategy where they, they rate people and they secretly behind the curtain, they make sure you don't play with people who are really, really good. But man, I just must've really, really sucked at it because like, <laughs> I just got tore up. I got like, like tore up. Like, like I get in there and it wasn't fun. You know what I mean? Like, like I played for probably about the first two or three weeks 
got decent, but but it's one of those games that I probably compared to a lot of the battle royale games. You gotta or League of Legends stuff like that. You've got to know the meta around each of the changes that they've done to the ships, like to know what the best ship is. But you've also got to continuously kind of play it, or at least I would have to continuously play it to be decent at it. Right. And then when you get to when you get to where like I kind of commit thirty minutes to an hour to this game every night to stay good at it and be competitive in the base game, like not even in competitive format. Yeah, I don't really care to do that. You know, and it, it, maybe they'll change it. Maybe it'll get better. Or maybe they've already sectioned off people who are really good and the people who aren't good. But it was neat. The, the The story was pretty good. The single player part was pretty good. The way, well, the way that they work, I shouldn't say the single player, the way that they work the single player into the multiplayer and stuff like that. But, you know, it just, yeah, it just, it just, it was just a ring hollow kind of thing after probably about three or four weeks. I was just like, I just really don't feel like I want to dedicate myself to this. I'm sure tons of people have really good fun with it and, enjoy it and all that kind of good stuff, but just wasn't my bag. Well, that jives with my impression, and that is when it came out, uh, a lot of people were, were talking about it, and then it just stopped. Yeah. And that, to me, because I'm not an early adopter guy, I'm not one that jumps in right away, that that tells me, uh, okay, there's not a lot to this. Yeah, see, I am the early adopter guy, and I'm always like, oh, yeah. like, like three or four weeks is usually... If I'm still playing a game after three to four weeks, I'm like, okay, this has got some some heart. You know what I mean? Like, this has got some stuff that I want to keep playing with it. And then, yeah, that game just didn't have it, unfortunately. It is what it is. Kind of like Cyberpunk, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I was really hyped about that game, too. That's so. another game that just dropped off the radar. Yeah, right? I, I played it. I probably played it a little over that three-week threshold just to keep getting into it and stuff. But, again, like, it just when you get into the meat of the game, like, they're really, like, kind of, like, maybe, I don't want to say the last three-fourths. I think it was probably the last three-fourths of the game. Uh, over that halfway point of of the game's main uh, story arc, I just kept, couldn't kept couldn't keep putting more time into it. Like I just didn't feel like I wanted to. I wanted to move on to something else. So, yeah. not to be not to be fair, like I said, I'm 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 always jumping to the next sparkly thing when it comes to gaming. So gaming ADD. You, yeah, you really do. And and I look to you to be like the the harbinger of you have to play this. This is really good. Yeah, so this is this is again why I think Sea of Thieves is impressive. Like like it's still impressing it me. Like like yeah, even it, even after time, it's a it's an original game. You know, like yep. like you really feel like you're playing something that you don't play or don't get that experience anywhere else. Right. You know, but but again, too, I've been watching F1 Drive to Survive, which is a Netflix series that follows the previous year's F1 teams and the drama that kind of goes through and stuff. It's really good. It's like a little reality show, and I I hate reality shows, but this one it crosses with racing, which I love. So I mean, that's really good. And then uh, I, I you turned up. me on to that. You turned me on to that. There's a new season out. I, I've, I've, oh, that's right. I do. You did watch the season two, one and two of that. I forgot Loved about it. that. Loved yeah. It. So season three, the COVID season just dropped last week. Okay. And I think it's a shortened season just because the, you know, the races were shortened and everything. I think it's six episodes, but uh, yeah. I'm on episode right. three and it's just as good. And it's really interesting to see the outside world start to adapt to COVID too. Because yeah. it, it's it's literally like like just the way the F one season works is it's literally like they're moving everything you know in an ex- hugely expensive way, moving a whole you know team of race cars people and drivers to another location halfway around the world, and they're having to deal with all the COVID stuff. Like this country saying no, you can't pass through it. This country saying no, you can't land here because you haven't been tested. And like, there's a lot of like just kind of neat things that now we kind of I don't want to say we forget about it. we all know it happened you know less than a year ago but but we still see it like to see it in like an international global stage and how it affects that sport is pretty interesting I'm really glad you said that because I totally forgot about that series and uh, now yeah that that's what I'm watching and then um, continuing on Tournament of Champions on Food Network me and the wife I think I mentioned that on the last podcast me and the wife are huge fans of that and it's it's just as good it comes out on Sunday nights it's like a bracket type thing where uh, chefs face off against other chefs in the completely blind taste test by three judges and it's neat because you see people that are like these like michelin star winning chefs cooking these beautiful french dishes that you're just like oh my god this guy studied in like italy for five years you know france for five years you know all these different places and they go up against like some guy that's cooking hot chicken from nashville and he wins and you're just like holy <laughs> crap it's it's amazing it really is it's amazing because you're just like because it all comes down to the taste they have no clue who made it they have no clue you know and it's it's interesting. It's it's a pretty cool kind of kind of show, but I think that's really about it that I'm watching. Um, still reading the Body by Bill Bryson, which is a cool book about your body. <laughs> oh, that's on my list. That yeah, is on my list. It's, it's I pretty love good. Him. So so if 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 any of the listeners don't know about Bill Bryson, he writes he takes subjects that are like not complicated but just different, 
And he writes it in a really, really good way for the layman or, or somebody that's just not well-versed in that particular subject. And the body is about all the different things that go on in your body day to day. And it's really, really good. Some people may know him from A Walk in the Woods. It was a movie that my dad was in that that is based on his book, A Walk in the Woods, where somebody hikes the Appalachian Trail from the beginning of Georgia all the way up to Maine. And they, you know, he writes a book about traveling it. And he's written tons of other books about England. And I think this one may be the first non-place book. I don't know. Can you think of anything? Oh, he had he had the oh god something not theory of everything but oh it's very similar to that though yeah what was brief it? history of everything or something yeah like yeah that, yeah, yeah so he has done other history esque books that are not necessarily well, science about places. kind of yeah science stuff yeah he's a smart guy and he's and he's very he's very good at explaining stuff very quickly so that you can understand the concept and not have to be well versed and you know steeped in the actual research and stuff like that. So it's 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 I don't want to say it's a coffee table book, but it, but it's a very good like just kind of like a, and it's also not a quick read, but it's also a very good history lesson about medical procedures and stuff like that. It's it's good. It's good. I highly recommend it. I'm, I'm probably about four fifths of the way through it, and and I enjoy it. I, I recommend it. So thanks for joining us on episode 18 of the 11 Part Sex Podcast. We're doing a little bit different. We're not taking two episodes for the next podcast. Based on the names only, and I haven't watched these, but episode one of season one of The Clone Wars is called Ambush. Episode two is Rising Malevolence, Shadow Malevolence, and Destroy Malevolence is the next four episodes. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. So so podcast number 19 is going to be the first four episodes of season one of Clone Wars. Until then, stay safe. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, episode 18. If you enjoyed this podcast... Please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the walking defect, Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us. 93 or 94.